You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Yeah, we, we met as a team today. Um, you know, everybody that needed to talk, you know, the clubhouse guys, the traveling secretary, the, everybody, you know, today was the longer one, and hopefully that'll be the last one for quite a while. At this point, I mean, so many of the guys are familiar and have been here for a while. Is the message shorter? Never, no. It, and I, I tell them, it, it never, the message never changes. I don't think it hurts them once a year to, to, to hear it again. And for the new guys, I think it's fair. So when they step on the field, they know what's expected. Um, but I don't think, again, we don't do it very often, but I don't think once a year is too much where you can remind guys of exactly how we feel and how we want to uh, attack the challenges that you know might be coming our way. Do you feel like this is a, like a special team, Tito, or do you feel like this is a, a good year for you guys? Like, you know, based on the last two years, what you've done. I mean, are you on the same on the same path? We, I, I don't think that path ever changes. I mean, you're not going to talk to one manager today that's not going to be half full of the glass. I think we have reason to be optimistic. We, you know, we. Um, now, you know, we, we need to prepare, and we need to prepare. The idea is to try to prepare better than every other team out there. That's hard to do. Um, you know, we try to place a value on what it takes to win, and we try to do it better than all the other teams. That's a really hard task because there's 29 other teams and there's a lot of good baseball players. Well, do, you, do you see Mejia eventually, maybe in camp, playing a little third base as, as camp progresses, or do you think he's... You know what? I don't know about that. Um, he's done such a good job with his catching. Some of the some of the stuff, and we tried to remind him of this in the one-on-one meetings. The positional change stuff isn't because we don't think he can catch. We know he can catch. He's actually doing really well. Just you look up right now, and there's Perez and Gomes, and you got a kid that's, you know, by some accounts. I mean, you hear some of the things they say about him as a hitter, that you'd like to if something happens, have a way of maybe getting him to the big leagues if need be. So we tried to explain that to him just to make sure he understood that. But, you know, so if he branches off, it's not because he can't do something, it's because he's so good at something else. I saw Brantley doing on-field, his normal BP today. Yeah. This, the running will come, but is his progress on all that other stuff been pretty encouraging? Well, he can do it all, which is good. And he's been running. He just... Uh, he hasn't been doing the cutting and stuff yet. I mean, he's in fabulous shape. You can see when you look at him, and he's cut. Um, and it can't be real easy to do, you know, when you have an ankle like that where you can't really do maybe aerobically as much as you would like. I'm telling you, man, if, if work ethic, if it means anything, he's going to be okay because he's unbelievable. And I think his world gets better as he's able to do baseball stuff. You know, he spent a lot of time, a lot of monotonous time doing things that if you shortchange it, it's not going to work, but it's not very much fun. Now he gets to actually do baseball stuff. I think his world gets a lot brighter. In your meetings, one-on-one meetings, what do you tell a guy like Merritt? It's kind of out of The truth. The, the truth. Um, that's, I think that was the very first thing I told him. I said, hey, you know what you're out of options. We know you're out of options. Um, we just try to be very honest with everybody. The idea is, you know, some of these guys like Kluber basically told Kluber, hey, get ready for opening day. You know, that's, you know, help us get you ready. 
you know, you're doing this long enough now, you know what you need. Same thing with guys like Kip or, you know, help us manage your at-bats because they know when they feel good and when they don't. And our guys are really good about that. You know, I think it helps for, like, the guys that are coming in competing, kind of explaining to them, well, look, you know, we, we got a couple spots here. You know, there's a lot of guys in camp, and you're going to get an opportunity, you know, make sure that what had been said to them during the winter when they signed Make sure it's consistent with what we are seeing and what we're hearing so there's never a mix-up. Um, I think it's a long day, but I think it's really worthwhile. I think it really helps, and I think the players appreciate it. Strange not calling Shaw in for a meeting this year? I saw him the other day. Oh, yeah? He came by to deliver the guy's fantasy football money. <laughs> he will be missed. I mean, he's... I mean, I, I think I hate to use the word, but he's a sweetheart, man. He's just, you know, he's, he's, I told Bob Black when they signed him, I said, you got a good one. When you see, you see it every year, as you've mentioned, but when you see guys like Goody and Olsen step up the way they did, how confident are you that Dan, McAllister, and those guys can fill that? We, we have the ability to, and in my opinion, we're going to have a really good bullpen. We may not quite know how it's configured yet, or like who's throwing in what inning, but kind of like we were telling McAllister, Goody, Olson, Otero, pitching in the sixth inning could be the game on the line. You know what I'm saying? We try to match up our guys where we think they can be successful. Some nights it's the sixth inning. Some, I mean, some nights the save is the easiest part of the game. Now, there's a lot of times when it's not, but you know we try to match up our guys where we think they best fit and where they can succeed. And it could be any time. We kind of hate the pigeonhole guys because we just think we're not as good a team. Do you kind of like the different attributes? Like, like Goody was effective against lefties. Dan is a good in the ground. But like, there's different attributes among that group. Well, you know, in my opinion, Goody Goody really can beat up right-handers with his breaker ball. Otero, when he starts two-seaming it down low, you know, there's they all have sort of traits. McAllister with his fastball, you know, they they match up sometimes differently against different hitters. And we try to keep track of that. Um, there's times when you can't match up. It just, something happens, somebody exits too early. But we try to keep track of it. I mean, the best thing we can do is try to put them in situations where we think they can really succeed. But Merritt, does he, I mean, I know he's pitched in the pen. Do you, do you consider him yeah. as, as a candidate there? Sure. We don't want to lose him. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of spring training left, but you know, one, you know, he's most likely next up in line if something happened to somebody. And two, we don't want to lose him. So those are all things that we're going to have to be considered when, when we get down towards the end of spring training.